Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of Beyond the Acceptance Letter. I'm your host, Anisha, and in this podcast, we will talk about diverse topics that are popular among high school students and provide a breakdown of the stats, extracurriculars, and essays needed to get into a top university. We'll have guest speakers who are experts in the field talk about their experiences and advice. Stay tuned to get the breakdown of what you need to achieve your dreams. Today's episode, we will be talking to senior Snigda Petlola, who will be attending the University of Texas at Austin in the fall for a double major in neuroscience and economics. My name is Snigda Petlola. I'm a current senior and an incoming freshman at the University of Texas at Austin. So I guess throughout high school, um, were there any study methods or like tips that you followed to like, you know, stay on top of your work? Okay, so I definitely think study methods kind of vary depending on the person because we all learn in different ways. <laughs> For me, I found out I found that mapping my ideas out like helped me the most. So making concept maps or as soon as I finished a lecture at school, I would just go home and basically brain dump everything that I remember from the lecture and then go back in and fill in any gaps. And I feel like that repeated like writing over and over again really helped like ingrain it in my head. And then I also really liked watching videos because seeing it visually and then also hearing it helped me kind of grasp it better. So I know that you took um, AP Chem last year. I did. So um, how is your experience in that class? Because I know that's like a very difficult class in general. The, okay, so I feel like my experience was a little bit different because I actually skipped honors and on-level chemistry and just went straight to AP. So it was definitely a bit of a struggle also because our teacher didn't go over like basic chemistry concepts. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit more behind. But overall, I thought, I, I feel like it's more time consuming than anything. And if you're willing to put in the work, it's not as bad as it seems. So how did you feel during the entire like college applications process, whether that was like, you know, writing essays or like standardized testing, letters of rec, all of that? Oh man, okay. Um, it was definitely a very rough time. Um, I would definitely say the best way to like combat all the stress during that process is to like start it as soon as possible. I personally waited until like the second week of September to start any essays and it it suffered. I would definitely say usually the prompts don't change very much so I would try to at least have like a general idea of what you want to write about during the summer so that when you get when time comes to actually write it it's a little bit easier. I definitely think the essays are the most difficult part of the whole thing. (laughs) Letters of rec, in that regard, I would also be a little bit more timely with that. I would go ahead and pick which teachers you want to ask by the start of the school year. So as soon as it starts, you can go ahead and start emailing them because they need some time and you can't expect them to fill out a recommendation letter that you give them two weeks to (laughs) fill out. And... um, yeah, I would just say, like, be on top of it and make sure that you're getting it done as soon as possible, because if you wait, you're only going to suffer. So, do you have any strategies or, like, you know, um, recommendations for things outside of academics, like with extracurriculars or that you did? Like, was there anything special that really, you know, impacted your high school career in general? Mm, for extracurriculars... 
Definitely focus more on doing things that you like doing because if you get caught up in doing things solely for college applications, it'll end up completely consuming you and in the end it won't even be worth it because like colleges want to see passion, right? They want to see you doing something that you like doing and that you are good at doing. So I would definitely stick because obviously if you like something you're going to be better at it like there's no way around that so i would definitely focus on doing things that you like to do i personally really really like healthcare so i catered a lot of my extracurriculars around that and i volunteered a lot in local hospitals i got an ekg certification started working as an ekg technician um i did a lot of summer camps that were related to different like medical skills like suturing whatever um and then another passion I had was I've always really liked working with neurodivergent kids so I used that and I joined a nonprofit that aims to like teach socialization skills to kids on the autism spectrum and that definitely took up a lot of my time because it was something that I really liked and I ended up getting a higher end position in the nonprofit and I feel like that really helped my college app but at the same time, I feel like all of those accomplishments wouldn't have happened if I was doing stuff solely for applications, if that makes sense. Right. So what impacted your decision to go into pre-med in college? And then I guess also economics, since you're minoring in that. I, okay, my, my biggest reason for <laughs> wanting to go into medicine is that I literally hate math. Like, I'm not a math person. I will avoid math at all costs. So that automatically eliminated anything like engineering related. I'm, that was off the table. Um, and then in general, I just like growing up, I just, I really, I thought healthcare was really interesting. The fact that it's not like a super sedentary job. Cause like my parents are both computer scientists. I watched them just sit at home all day and just work on the computer. And it just was, it wasn't something that was appealing to me. I wanted to like be up and moving and like doing something that was a little bit more fast paced. And I also work really well under pressure so I figured that medicine would be a better option for me just because it's more like it, it you walk around a lot you interact with people a lot and it's definitely not a super like sedentary job where you're just in one spot all day <laughs> that definitely makes sense yeah so then what about economics where did that tie into everything economics was more because I also really like business I've always liked business but I didn't want it to be something that I majored in specifically because um like i said i also really liked healthcare and that was definitely where my passions lied and so i wanted to still do something a little bit business related because i also feel like it's important that you do some sort of business related certification degree or something in undergrad because it'll help you a lot to get like higher up positions when you enter the workforce and it's just better for you to understand how business works so I decided to major in economics because I'm also taking AP macro right now and I really like the class and I really like the subject so I figured it'd be a nice minor double major to do. Nice. Okay so speaking of APs um, what is your opinion just in general for your statistics versus the other portion of your application like what do you think more value placed on like your essays and you know things that you do outside of academics or like the numbers and the data okay so i'm not gonna lie i do think the numbers hold some sort of weight but they're definitely not as important as people make them sound because mm -hmm. um 
One thing that I realized was there is a section of Common App where when you're listing your extracurriculars, it asks you how many hours you put into it and how many weeks you put into it, like per year. So like hours per week and then weeks per year. And I feel like a lot of people get bogged down on those specific numbers. They'll be like, oh, I should have done this many hours per week or this many weeks per year. But in my opinion, I don't think any of that necessarily matters as much. Because like if you think about it, I did Girl Scouts for a very long time yeah. and if you think about it in terms of like hours that I put into it, I went into overnight camps, right? Like I would go stay in a campsite for two weeks. That's like 24 hours per day for two weeks, which is already a lot of hours there. Yeah. Plus all the hours I spent like traveling and like adding all of that up over the course of like the four years that I did it, I would end up with like 600 or plus hours, wow. which seems impressive, yeah. but it's just that's just how many hours I put into it. It's not actually like, it doesn't really mean anything. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So take taking that into consideration, I would definitely not focus too much on the hours because they definitely want to see more of how it impacted you and how you impacted it versus how many like hours you put into it. Yeah. And then I would say the same thing for like your grades, right? Because we all have bad days, bad years, whatever. And I feel like the number that you get in a specific class doesn't necessarily reflect how much you learned or how much that class impacted you you know what i mean i would just try to take classes that you like um but i would definitely also recommend you try to show an upward trend in your grades just to show that you got more serious about it as time went on but if there's a little bit of fluctuation i don't think it really matters that much as for like testing scores i honestly think that's the least important part of your application because a lot of schools nowadays it's also optional you don't even have to do it so i would definitely okay. i would say that's probably not it's definitely not as important as everything else i would definitely sh aim for a specific score like when look research into your schools and what their average scores are and i would definitely try to get your score within their average but if it's not like super high i don't think it's too big of a problem i the my in my opinion i think it just it should even out with your gpa so if you have a lower gpa i would try to get a higher test score just to compensate and then vice versa if you have a lower test score i would recommend you try to have a higher gpa but in general i don't think it really matters in terms of like caliber though essays are definitely one of the most important parts because they show who you are your essays and your extracurriculars combined show who you are as a person outside of school because like we all take the same classes in school so i feel like that number doesn't mean anything versus what extracurriculars you did and then your essay showing your personality and what type of person you are that makes sense so um, was UT Austin always your dream school or did you have anything else in mind when you were applying? Um, I tried to go into the whole thing with an open mind because I was like, what if I get in somewhere cooler? Mm -hmm. But I feel like my heart kind of just always went back to that one school because it's just, it's been a dream of mine since middle school and everything about that school just made sense to me. So I just, it, the minute I got in, I was like, okay, I know I'm going here. I don't care about any other school. So what are your future plans maybe after graduating from undergrad, um, actually going and getting like a job in the medical field? Okay, so I, I'm a little bit unsure about that as of right now. I, my end goal was always to become a psychiatrist. I wanted to go to medical school and either do psychiatry or neurology, one of those two fields. But I would also be perfectly happy just having like a research job in neuroscience. So that's also something that's open on the table. Okay.
Is there anything else that you would like to add about your experiences in high school? Um, any tips you have for maybe people that are becoming seniors next year? Like I said before, just get on top of everything. Make sure you're doing everything on time, but also make sure you're doing as much as you can handle because I personally applied to 21 schools and it was awful. It 21? Was a lot. It was, it was a lot of... I would just make sure that you're doing what you can handle because mm -hmm. there's no point in like burning yourself out, you know? How right. much ever you can do, that's enough. You don't have to try to do more than what you're capable of doing. I would also say just... I don't know. Just like live life. All of high school, you spend so long worrying about your grades, extracurriculars, everything. But yeah. it all goes by really quickly and you pretty much you never get it back. Like you're never, ever going to get back your four years of high school ever again. And you can't do anything to change the past. But at least now try to live a little bit, have fun, do dumb stuff and just like be a kid, you know. I think that's great advice. So are you going to prom in uh, was it April? Well, obviously, it doesn't. <laughs> okay, uh, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to stay tuned for our next one, where we will be interviewing a student who decided to graduate high school a year early. Thank you so much for listening to Beyond the Acceptance Letter. Make sure to check out our other publications on Eagle Nation Online, and I'll see you next time.